What up? We are back again today in the studio, and it is time to get the ball rolling. What up? We are back again today in the studio with you guys. I am so excited to be talking to you about the FCS. There were some insane games and some really uh, intriguing matchups. And I think uh, you guys will like what we have in store today. So like as promised, um, we'll be releasing our tiers kind of uh, one of the fan favorites. I know that it uh, gets a lot of people uh, interested in this podcast. I, I haven't uh, released any kind of Top 25, No, nor do I think I will for a few more weeks. Uh, we're going to kind of get into that, the reasoning why. I continue to, to, to tell people this just because uh, – you, you, you got to understand some of the things, what, what, we're, what we're dealing with, I guess. Um, and then I'm really excited to see uh, where some of these teams will end up um, after week two, going into week three. Uh, so we're starting to see some more matchups as far as, you know, FCS versus FCS teams. And uh, I think that will be a ton of fun uh, to, to kind of get into that and, and, and discuss some of those things. So um, obviously another big week for the FCS, uh, some surprising uh some surprising wins uh, for the FCS coming out uh, this last week. Obviously, in, in, in my opinion and in, in where I live, uh, was the big one was Weber State knocking off Utah State. Uh, you know, Utah State has always kind of been a little brother to uh, BYU and Utah. Uh, every once in a while, sneaking in a win against the Cougars. Uh, but they uh, end up going to the Mountain West Championship game last year, uh, Utah State. And for Weaver State to knock them off is absolutely insanity. Gotta love it. Uh, some other notable games that I saw, uh, uh, Colgate ended up beating Maine, which I thought was really in intriguing. North Dakota comes back and beats Northern Iowa. Uh, the uh, Fighting Hawks, you know, really good win there. Uh, Eastern Kentucky goes into seven overtimes, beats Bowling Green. Absolutely insanity. Uh, the Citadel knocks off ETSU for the uh, for uh, ETSU's first loss of the season. Kind of an interesting one. Uh, UIW Incarnate Word taking on Nevada, beat them down fifty-five to forty-one. Uh, I I'm, I'm going to be honest. I did not see this one coming. I thought after losing the coach and their quarterback that they would not uh, be anywhere near uh, you know relevance this year. They're throwing it down and trying to make some noise uh, out there. Gardner Webb played really really tough and was leading at one point against Coastal Carolina. Uh, the Chanticleers end up pulling it out in the end. But Gardner Webb, uh, we talked a little bit about him last season. Excited to hopefully get talking a little bit more about them. Rhode Island beat Bryant uh, and then uh, William & Mary took care of Campbell at home and uh like I said, just a lot of super good games. Oh, the last one, yes. Uh, South Dakota State was in an absolute dogfight against UC Davis. So uh, I'm excited to talk about these teams. I think there's some new teams, a little bit more new blood that I want to be talking about. And uh, as we get into the season, we'll be able to be talking more about them. Uh, I guess first off, and the big thing with the FCS, and, and we talked about it last week, was was the money component, right? The money component of playing these FBS programs and you know getting a million dollars, usually anywhere from about three hundred thousand all the way up to about one and a half. 
I think I've seen a couple that have been two million, but I would have to go back and, and, and look at the stats and everything. It's about the the almighty dollar for for some of these uh, for some of these programs, and it's good. So when you see a Weber State take on Utah State, and I don't know if if there was any kind of money, I would assume uh, Utah State would have paid to have Weber State uh, come up and and play. But when you see that, that is not only did you beat you know. Utah State, who was a really good team last year, uh, you go up to Logan recruiting in the area uh, on top of, uh, you know, maybe some some financial gain there, uh, kind of, uh, you know, enjoying the tears of the Aggie fans is incredible. And same thing with uh, teams like like UIW, uh, Incarnate Ward beating Nevada. That is an incredible win for them. and, and I'm excited to see what they're able to do against FCS opponents. Uh, the other one that I wanted to talk about, and it's it's hard because I don't even know if there's been an official, uh, if, if Sam Houston can make the playoffs this year, but NAU did beat Sam Houston by a score of 10 to three, but they beat them. Sam Houston is in the process of, of becoming uh, FBS and uh, Northern Arizona was able to pull out the surprise. So some big things coming out of the Mountain West. Uh, to kind of follow going forward. And uh, like I said, the first couple weeks of the season, it's difficult. Uh, I like to see the FCS versus FCS matchups. It makes me happy to see them. It makes me... uh, you know, be able to get a little bit more of a beat on a little bit more of a pulse on the on the season, uh, and we're able to we're slowly kind of starting to see the picture. Uh, I think there's one team that's that's far and away the best right now, and uh, we'll continue to see how the season rolls out. So, uh, in this, so we'll be doing our tiers, and then some of the games that we like going forward, along with some predictions uh, going forward into week three. So uh, what, what do we call our tiers? So, so we have them as, as kind of groupings. Um, they're not specifically, you know, five, four, three, two, one. I kind of have them as groups because I'm going to, uh, but I call them my tiers, right? Tyler's tiers, where we, we put these teams in where they have uh, very similar characteristics, uh, very similar uh, where we think these teams are at uh, with the rest of the media. I would love to break down, uh, you know, Texas A&M Commerce versus Tennessee Tennessee Tech, right? A wonderful game. If you guys didn't watch that, you should go back and watch it if you have uh, any kind of uh, way to watch that. Super great game. But uh, we have these tiers that allow us to kind of pick and choose and, and see where people are at. Uh, and, and hopefully make it a little bit more clear. With the top 25, and, and we do release one later in the season, but when you get into top 25, it's like, oh, so you think that, you know, uh, North Dakota State is better than so-and-so. Well, so-and-so beat so-and-so, who beat so-and-so, who beat so-and-so, so they should be above them. It's like, well, I, I just don't like that logic. I don't like that logic of, of thinking. Now, I understand that a lot of uh, people like polls. It's really easy to, to look at a top 25 and go, yeah, I agree with that. Or, and it causes controversy. It causes the clicks. But I like the tiers because I think these teams are in groups and some of the questions that I might have. So to start off, I have... Um, you know, well above the rest is, is what I call this tier. It's a, it's a tier of one team, and it is North Dakota State. Uh, they looked phenomenal against NCANT. Uh, they continue to look good. I'm excited to see uh, where they go forward, what, you know, what this team is capable of. Uh, they're kind of turning into the villains, right? A lot of you either hate them or you love them uh, with them with uh, North Dakota State. 
And they're just right now above the rest of the FCS, and they are the cream of the crop. So in the next tier down, I have what we call the championship bubble. This is teams that I could see making a run through the playoffs and into the championship. So we've got Montana State, great win this last week. We've got William & Mary. Yes, I put them up there. I was high on them last year. People don't understand. I was high on them. I, I think that this year is where they're going to push it over. I wouldn't be surprised if they win the CAA. Obviously, them and Nova kind of lockstep. Uh, they're definitely in it because I can see them really pulling it out. Uh, next up, South Dakota State. And this is in no particular order. This is just me um, talking about them. South Dakota State looked great against Iowa. Um, obviously, you know, their defense looked good. They were able to hold Iowa to just a field goal. Uh, they played well against UC Davis at home. UC Davis is a really good football team. So I'm excited to see where the Jackrabbits end up this season. Another team I have up here, and this might be a little controversial, is Missouri State. Missouri State did beat uh, Tennessee Martin, UT Martin. Uh, it was a rematch of the of uh, last, year, uh, last year's uh playoff game i do like the bears the bears right now are two and oh i think ut martin is is still a phenomenal team now the bears take on arkansas next week that's going to be tough uh that's going to be a tough arkansas is a really good team but then they got three games right out where they're going to really put you know they say ah you're going to put some some hairs on your chest right south dakota state north dakota and followed by siu and then you and i that is going to be a gauntlet and it's really going to see i think the bears and i think petrino are, are i think this is their year where they they make the the jump and they uh really show out that, that they can battle against north dakota state and south dakota state i'm putting them in the championship bubble until i see uh elsewhere and then finally you've got nova like i said i think uh the caa is is not as strong as what it has been in years past i think it's going to be between them and william and mary but i could see either one of those teams kind of making a run Next up, this is the biggest one. Uh, still have questions. Teams that uh, that have been surprising that they've that they've had a couple of big wins, like a Holy Cross over Buffalo, right? This last year, um, where you see a win where that makes you go, hmm, maybe this team can do something. Can the, these teams are kind of in waiting? Maybe you want to call it the chase pack behind the championship bubble. Um, Montana, obviously, the Grizzlies uh, year in year out are are perennially, uh, you know, absolutely amazing uh still got a couple questions though i want to see them when they take montana state on a weaver state a uc davis uh those teams and and get a little bit better feel for montana holy cross holy cross is interesting because they do uh, play in a little bit weaker of a conference and i've seen them in the playoffs but I, when they go up against the big dogs they just haven't been able to 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 go up against a North Dakota State, to go up against a Villanova and win, and so Holy Cross will probably be sitting in this group the entire year because my question is not whether they're good in season. My question is the postseason because I think that they're going to win their conference. I think they're going to get a postseason berth, but. My question is that that postseason, right? Next one up, we've got Rhode Island. Obviously, big win over Bryant. We talked a little bit about Bryant uh, in Rhode Island last week. Rhode Island is in the CAA. I kind of have them and Delaware on the same level. I think William and Mary and Nova are, you know, right there, 1A, 1B. These guys are 2A, 2B. Uh, I want to see what Rhode Island's capable of going against the CAA slate. Same thing with Delaware. Uh, they're in this uh, this tier as well. Next up, we have Campbell. Obviously, a loss to William and Mary, but William and Mary at this point, maybe nobody would have them. But William and Mary honestly could have 
could could be the second best team in the nation. We wouldn't know at this point. And so a loss to the number two team in the nation, you're not really going to hit them very hard. Uh, so I have Campbell in here. Weaver State, big win over Utah State. What Weaver State's issue has been is scoring points. Now they scored 35 against Utah State. Can they continue to replicate that uh, throughout the, the season? Can they continue to... Uh, have good quarterback play to put them in a position to get to the championship. They've been there. They've been in the semifinals. They lost to JMU, right? Both times they've lost to JMU. Coach Hill is a phenomenal coach. My question is more so kind of like Holy Cross is the postseason. Are they going to be able to then overtake uh, the uh, – are they able to overtake the top dogs and then get into that championship? Because right now I don't I don't know if I can put them as one or two. Uh, so right now they're kind of in the questions. A couple other teams, Stephen F. Austin, uh, they played a pretty tough schedule to start off. I want to see once when they get into WAC play. UT Martin, I think they win the OVC. Uh, same kind of thing. Sac State, same thing here uh, with uh, like what we were talking about with uh, uh, Holy Cross. Sac State is not whether they have talent or whether they're able to win the Big Sky. The question is postseason. Next up, we have Mercer. Mercer's got a, they've got the SoCon. The SoCon's tough. Chattanooga's tough. VMI's tough. ETSU's tough. I want to see if they're able to win those games. If they walk out of uh, the season with one, one or two losses, they could potentially enter in that championship bubble. And finally, UC Davis. Was that South Dakota State just a fluke? Can they go up against teams like Weaver State, Montana, Montana State? What does it look like? Uh, I'm excited to see them going forward. And then just we just have a couple more. We have the surprises of 2022 so far. North Dakota, Eastern Kentucky, UIW, and New Hampshire. Uh, the teams that I think are just going to be hanging around, teams that will be mentioned uh, a little bit throughout the season, Northern Iowa, Southeast Louisiana, Bryant and uh, Southeast Missouri State, obviously a, a big win for them uh, over SIU. And then I have what I call the rest, teams that are kind of uh, intriguing, that may not be the, the best team out there, but teams that we want to talk about, SIU, Townsend, NAU, and Chattanooga. Uh, those are the teams that I'm kind of keeping an eye on to see if they're able to move up. And obviously, uh, this, these tiers aren't, don't change. Each year, each week, we'll have something different. So uh, if we go down, uh, we say, you know, next week we get, we get a few more questions answered. Maybe Rhode Island, Montana, and Delaware create their own grouping. That's kind of how we do things on this podcast. And... Uh, things you know and 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 the games going forward all right so we're going to be taking a peek at week number three one of the more intriguing games for me is Furman at etsu Furman over the last year or so a couple years they've kind of gone downhill normally uh you know they're a team that that you're talking about to win the socon uh etsu obviously last year had a phenomenal year I uh, had a great couple of, of, of seasons, so I'm really intrigued to see this one. Uh, another one that probably will be uh, kind of uh, brushed under the rug, Illinois State against Eastern Illinois. Eastern Illinois played Northern Illinois very, very t close and played Chattanooga. Chattanooga has a chance uh, to win the SOCON, and Illinois State, again, has been very, very close to, uh, you know, always in the hunt to make sure to get into the playoffs. Uh, I want to see what EIU is capable of and what Illinois State is as well. Uh, obviously, not a lot of people want to be talking about that one. I'm really excited to tune into that one. Uh, 
coming up this next week. Uh, there's also a lot of games. I think there's a lot of, uh, you know, most of the guys, we've got winnable games. Uh, you know, South Dakota State playing Butler. I think that's a win. I, I don't know. Uh, we've got, and then we have, uh, we flip it from like Arizona to North, uh, playing against North Dakota State. Uh, Arkansas playing Missouri State, which we've already mentioned. Uh, it just a lot of games that, that I wanted, that I would, I would love to talk about and really dig into, uh, and I think it will set the, the, the picture a little bit more clear. Uh, one of them, uh, of those games, is Mercer against the Citadel. It is at home for the Mercer Bears. Uh, SoCon game, can Mercer, uh, you know, after that, that tough loss to Auburn, after a week off, can they go, are they able to rock and roll against the Citadel? Citadel, big win over ETSU. Uh, Excited to see what though like uh, that game because uh, I, I do think that Mercer is capable of making it to the uh, to the playoffs. Another game, Northern Iowa playing at Sacramento State. Sacramento State, uh, they took on Utah Tech uh, the first week, and then they have a bye. Another on the road against Northern Iowa. Kind of an interesting uh, schedule that they have set up there. Uh, interested to see if Sacramento State goes in uh, to Northern Iowa and blows them out. Uh, if it's close, what happens? How does it happen? Excited to see uh, that game for week three. I'm going to go Sac State to get the dub on that one. Uh, NAU taking on Northern Iowa. Uh, Northern Arizona. Northern Arizona just had a win against uh, Sam Houston. Excited to see, uh, you know, this game, uh, how uh, Northern Arizona responds. That was on the road too. Uh, North Dakota, big win over you and I. You know, so two teams coming off uh, very, you know, very big wins. I think. Uh, I think that will be one of the games of the week. If, if this is my favorite game to watch, we'll be tuning in. Luckily, it's on ESPN Plus, and uh, we'll be able to see that game. Uh, some of the other games that you're going to, uh, you know, to be talked about. You got, uh, you know, uh, South Dakota and Cal Poly. Uh, South Dakota had a really good season this last year. Caught Cal Poly uh, right now, sitting at one and one. They beat San Diego, which was a big win, considering San Diego usually uh, is in talks uh, for the. Uh, for the playoffs, but um, the biggest game of the week, uh, obviously, like I said, Mercer, Citadel, like that. But Rhode Island against Delaware. Rhode Island is at home, and I'm very, very intrigued. If Rhode Island is able to start off three and zero, and and having played Stony Brook, Bryant, and Delaware, they start off three and zero, and then go to Pittsburgh, uh, and then they have Brown. Their schedule eases up. I think they beat Brown, uh, and then you're looking at uh, Elon, Monmouth, William and Mary, Maine, New Hampshire, Albany. I think Rhode Island can make a run. Uh, this is going to be kind of, like I said, I see William and, William and Mary and Nova as 1A, 1B, and then Rhode Island and Delaware 2A, 2B. So we'll see this team, uh, how it kind of shakes out. They will not get a chance to play against Nova. Uh, they do have a chance to play against William and Mary. So uh, this is going to be one of those things that we're able to roll out a little bit more of the uh, of the the tiers and and stuff like that so uh looking forward to another great week of of football uh we're going to be doing a mailbag question so we're going to get some questions in from you the viewers be sure to submit them uh through our twitter uh agit rolling 19 uh you can send us a question things that you want to have answered questions that uh, we need to be going over because like I said it's really hard when you're when we're talking about the FPS versus the FCS and uh, where we see these teams we can go into individual stats and stuff like that but you want to see these these teams succeed uh, but 
We've seen a couple of upsets. It's gone well, but the majority of the time they end up losing. They're taking their money. They're you know they're moving on. But uh, hopefully we get a little bit clearer of a picture. I'm excited for this season. I think this is going to be the best season yet for get the ball rolling and the best season yet for the FCS. Uh, so be sure to tune in to all of those. Again, I know a lot of people have asked you know me. Uh, through Twitter and stuff, you know why? Why are your uh, episodes uh, short, a little bit shorter now? Beginning of the season is always very difficult, uh, so so hang in there. Once when we get that FCS versus FCS, we'll get our predictions rolling. We will have a have an awesome time, and uh, thank you guys for the support. We're getting absolute monster numbers that I never thought was possible as far as downloads. And it's thanks to you guys always supporting uh, the the podcast and always, uh, you know, sending in your questions, doing those things as we continue to grow this. So I hope you guys have a wonderful week and keep the ball rolling.